Yay, nice. you're listening to them boys. It's Alex. I'm cutting off Satoyo. He's trying to do the thing. I've been drinking. I got a gun. That's what this episode's about. <laughs> Follow us on social media at them boys podcast. We got a lot of calls and listeners and everything's great. I love all of you and nobody's fucking. Alex Perlman, it is March 4th, 2021, and wouldn't you know it, God King Trump has not descended from the heaven and become president once again, leaving QAnon supporters in an utter state of confusion that they will not address because they are down for anything and everything except the acceptance of reality. What a day, Perlman. Wait, wait, what why, a day. Why do you what say why do you say QAnon? Like QAnon. The <laughs> damn, you said it like it was Nigerian medicine. That's how you say it. It's the damn QAnon <laughs> people. It's the Kuanans. Now you listen to me, you damn Kuanan shaman. The Kuanan yeah, shaman. He has come. Yeah, he's a, well, he's a shaman. He wears animal skins. A, he carries he's a, a spear. <laughs> he's the Kuanan shaman. I can't First, even do. I, have never I can't been, even do that. I can't even get the Kuanan right. And the way, do one, one more time. One more time. Kuanan. It's the Kuanan. It's the Kuanan. It's like it's like now, it's let, like the way when like a when like a Spanish speaker says Punani. Yeah. It doesn't yes, sound yeah. creepy like when they're like Punani. No. I say yeah, Punani. They got the, yeah, did yeah. She, she popped that Punani at me. Yeah, you're like you're like yeah. You're like you don't you don't you don't even say Qanon. Nah, the no. Qanon. Dude, it's, it's the Qanon. Oh my god, it's really good. Oh. <laughs> guys, them boys, Alex Satoya, we're here again. Damn it, it's seven thirty though, dude. Are. You don't know. There's still there's still like four and a half hours left on March fourth. This. Look, and that's By fair. By the end did. this podcast, Trump could be president again, dude. You don't God, know. God, King Trump could have returned to his rightful throne, and that would leave all of the QAnon supporters in an utter uh, frenzy of joy because that means that they no longer have to, they don't, well, they never have. That means they don't have to actually care about children who are victims of sex trafficking. They can care about imaginary children of sex trafficking, which oh is far God. superior. It's, oh, my uh, God. Listen. To I don't my, think, to, I don't to, think to the, to, anyone has ever tickled me harder than you have this just <laughs> just by saying I'm very QAnon good at, in, I'm, in a different way. It's just so I'm a very good tickler. I'm something very oh, good. At tickler. That's so good. I want to say good. big shout out. Big shout out. Yeah. I streamed a lot. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah, you did. You've been streaming a lot the past couple of episodes. Couple You've been episodes. in your feelings a little bit. I've been in you my feelings. Been. I've been in my feelings. Yes, you have. Yeah. I want to thank Latisse for yep. reaching out directly. And mm-hmm. saying, telling me how she, who was a guest on the show, but also a listener, saying how much she uh, enjoys the podcast uh, and tagging me on Twitter. I want to thank mm-hmm. Kevin Lau, who has tagged me mm-hmm. in the past on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. I just did not notice because I'm a bad person. Yeah. Yep. And then I want to uh, thank Mike Alloy, uh, yep. longtime listener, longtime friend, for reaching mm-hmm. out, telling me enjoy the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I want to uh, thank uh twitter for not letting mm-hmm. me know that my dms apparently were closed to people i'm not friends with because i was a fucking paranoid psychopath back in 2009 mm-hmm. convinced people were coming after me with black helicopters yeah. uh and uh i uh I, I was like well let me just let me flip this little switch right here and immediately got a message from baz uh-huh. uh who has been a long time listener of the show and yeah. uh thank you baz for reaching out so there we go right off the top of the show five listeners that I can confirm. Listen to the show, um, Jeff Storm. And you know the importance. And it's just you know, right. guys. Thank you. You know, yeah. I, listen, we don't have a Patreon. No. I'm probably never going to get one. We don't have sponsors. We're never no. going to get one. We're never going to get a sponsor. I can tell you that right no. now because all yeah. it's going to take is we'll get stamps.com. Satoyo yep. yell about how we should, how he hates cops. We lose stamps.com. Yeah. All and right, that's it. it's over. That's yeah, all it's it. done. Listen, Satoyo at any moment in time is always yeah. about 45 minutes away from getting a really good sponsorship deal and then yeah. losing it uh, for having it, yeah. to tell white people what they did. And yeah. if you're trying to sell was, things, if you're trying to yeah. sell a product, you yeah. can't tell white people what they did and also uh, yeah. sell them a product. Don't work. Yeah, it don't it work. work. You know who's yeah. never done that? You never. You know who's never told white people what they did? State Michael Farm Jordan. guy. Oh, okay. State that, Farm guy yeah. has not. Yeah. No. All, right. all state guy hasn't. Basically, yeah. all the black men who work for insurance commercials, yeah. Jake from Whoa. State Farm and the Allstate guy, they have stayed very quiet 
Well, because we we know those are two black men who wanted to be actors, have all the chops to be actors on real shows and or movies, have never been given the opportunity. Uh, and now wait a second. And wait hold, a on, second hold, wait, on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was president now, of the United States. And, he was yeah, president he of the United States. And then, and then he was murdered. And then his brother became president and they murdered him too in the show 24. I forget nothing, Alex Perlman. So they, I never they realized- watched, I never watched 24. I just knew he was they president. Both got, they both got he murdered. He followed the old terrible. black president trope where it's like, you can be black president, but you ain't making a full, full eight, which yeah. is why we were all terrified the entire time Obama was president. I was like, I've seen this movie. Yeah, Either we racist. all get killed by an asteroid or yeah. someone's going to take him out. I'm yeah, still shocked the dude's walking around. Like happily. Yeah, well, I mean- yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about you it can't is, travel because of the war. Well, no, crimes. they don't want to. The only time they really want to kill black folk is when black folk are like, hey, we should, you know, th- this is not an equitable system. Everyone should be making a decent livable wage. Then it's like the niggas talking crazy, murder him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. So these two black fellows couldn't get proper deals. So now they sell insurance and they're happy to do it because that commercial. Woo, when you got the residuals with the shit. Dude, huh? making better you're money. making I'm, that good money. Honestly, you're once, you're, that- once you've done a couple of them and you start yeah. being a recurring character, like Flo, yep. Flo from Progressive, Flo. another insurance yep. one, right? Flo yep. was a stand-up in LA, and apparently yep. a pretty good one. Once yep. she got in that commercial game and they were like, Flo, you are our fucking mascot for Progressive. Yep. And she was like, oh, okay. They're like, well, you can't say anything. And she's like, I don't know. I don't want, I don't know if I want you to tell me I can't say anything. And then they just slid that check across. She's like, I'll yep. shut the fuck up. Because- because you know what it comes down to at the end of the day? You can be a good goddamn stand-up. You that give me two commas? The, we put two exactly. commas in a check? I'm shutting the fuck up. Fuck up. You, you want us? You want to end? Listen, listen, listen here, bourgeoisie. Listen here, Illuminati. You want to end this podcast? You you don't <laughs> want to hear people just railing on about redlining and just all the bigotry that's happened over the years and how there's so much systemic racism that not only does it hurt just my marginalized people, but actually, in fact, hurts the white population as well. And it's ripping mm-hmm. us apart and making sure that we never actually come together in class solidarity to reach our a desired wage. You want to get rid of that? Two million dollars. Each. Bro, listen. I'm pay telling it right loans. now. Two yeah, million fucking dollars. Two million dollars. <laughs> I'll, 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 keep, I'll keep it in mind. I Yo, two million? Bro, That you realize I could get rid of my student loans, break off moms with some money just to be like, hey, thank you. Look at what your boy did. And I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm going to shut up, but I will give you some. Well, we have to understand the complexities mm-hmm. of some issues. No, that's, that's to, you know, you know, you know, he's going to turn into LeBron talking about Hong Kong. Yeah. That's what yeah, you'll turn into. Because yeah. listen, LeBron yeah, will be out there But you know what? First of all, right? First of all, I don't live over there. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know nothing about that. How dare you come in here and talk about what about some LeBron? What about what about Detroit? Damn it. Don't ask me questions about where see, I don't see. Live. You know, what the fuck we, is wrong with you? Hypothetically, hypothetically, yeah. Satoyo has two commas. Hypothetically, yeah. we give Satoyo two commas. His first reaction is what about? He comes right yeah. in with what about is dude. That's yeah, I'm a, I'm a what about you. That is so well, well, break that. Well, what about Mr. Potato Head? They canceled the yeah. mister. He's just potato head now. <laughs> Uh, you motherfuckers, I, I I swear to God, give, give me give me two million, and then you guys will be like, oh my God, what about what's happening in in Myanmar? And I'll literally be like, Flint, Michigan didn't have clean water for eight years, and you ask me about Myanmar, you you have the audacity to ask me about Putin allegedly murdering his political adversaries, while meanwhile here in Philadelphia, huh? Here in Philadelphia, SEPTA tokens or SEPTA. Each ride is more than 250. You have the audacity to ask me this. I, I honestly, for two whole million dollars, for two whole million dollars, nigga, I go away from social media. I no, go I away. too. I Dude, I'd be done. I'd be done. Because, you know, here's the thing, here's the thing too. Because, you know what? We're, we're old enough now, right? We've been around enough now, mm-hmm. right? That for two million dollars, you know what we can do? Satoyo, first thing, mm. yeah, you'd still get a house with a mortgage because you want to keep some of that money. You want to keep a lot of that money yep. and you don't go crazy. That's the one thing with all these guys. We talked about that on our, our recently on the conservative grifter episode, right? These yep. dudes start thinking it's going to keep happening. Well, you and I would probably run out of the same exact assumption because of the way we were raised and the world we've seen around us yep. to know at any time we can lose all of this. So Every- what do I need? So I always keep, I always keep three, like three months worth of shit, mm-hmm. just three months 
because I've always, as a millennial, you know, coming of age, especially in 2008, uh, losing my first job for not, not my own fucking reason. Yeah. This 2008, I always make sure I got enough to cover the rent for three months. Yep. Now that's because I've been blessed and I've been able to, to keep that savings and build that. I don't have student loans and those things. I dropped out of school before that could happen for me. There's a lot of accidents and privilege that came into that, me being able to do that. But I always, always, always try to keep that. And I always keep six cans of Chef Boyardee in yep. my fucking, all in, fucking my, in my cupboard. Oh. There's yep. always six cans because I know, and I've done it before, is you can go a week. You can go a week on Chef Boyardee. You can split yep. that meal to make it two meals. Yep. Chef yeah. Boyardee and water. I can make it. I can make it yep. until I get that next fucking paycheck. And these other fuckers out here, though, they go and they get $250,000 check. They look and they go, oh, look at that comma. I got yeah. one comma. They never gotten a got check one- with a co- with one comma. All, all one of a comma check. Maserati. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's, the, it's the sudden Dude, they lease, effect, right? They sudden, lease. Yeah, they lease. Yo, listen, I mean, look, Flo was a good stand-up comic in Los Angeles. She got that real check money because you can be a great stand-up. It doesn't matter. The money is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the money is actually Man. awful. Only the only the point five percent of the one percent are actually making crazy money. Yo, yo, let the me money's cook. awful. I was thinking about this recently. If they actually raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, they're gonna have to actually like legit. If they wait, yeah. wait, they're gonna have to actually pay hosts more. Yes, because they, under God, that, that it would if, if you because you got to be in the building for six hours, fifty bucks. They yep. got to cover it. It'll and cover it. It just know. barely makes it on seven twenty five, dude. You're making minimum wage as a host at Helium, and that's and that's how you know it's not gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you know, it's, like we ain't paid hosts. We've been paying hosts the same thing for forty fucking years. They're even about to pay hosts more now. Forty, especially dude. It's been fifty five years. Yes, fifty five. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. 55 whole years. We ain't about to change it up now. But yeah, no, speaking of that, like speaking to keeping your money tight, keeping everything tight, right? So now, you know, COVID went hit mm-hmm. and you went and sent me the article. Um, yeah. That was actually, I found very, very interesting. Did you actually read the article? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I did not even read it. I just came to my conclusions I, from the headlines. I, 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 I did. I pulled, <laughs> I pulled an Instagram TikTok influencer. I said, I see this headline. I don't need any data. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, you, it, you came in with data? You could have just written this shit as an op-ed. It's telling us things that we already know. But yes, I did. With it's numbers and saying, facts. It's, it, this is an article that was published by CBS News. It's literally saying because of COVID, the baby boom is going to be a bit of a baby bust. And to that, I say, nigga, duh. Like, as a millennial, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, yeah, nigga, duh. Like, or, but I'll, I'll give you guys an excerpt of the article. I'll make sure that it's posted in the description. Like, how do you say that dumb shit to my face? Oh, my God, because of COVID and pandemic and the fact that millennials are poor and we're robbing from them and taking from them, but we demand that they pay for public officials who do not advocate for them. They're not having children. Nigga, duh. Like, so there's this part of the art. Okay, here's a, here's a quote here. Yeah, uh, somebody pull that. Somebody, I don't give a fuck listeners listen you gotta fucking pull that just him saying that duh the full thing just it said it to me i want to put her on a fucking soundboard and just because someday satoyo is gonna say something i just want to hit that because i can't say, i can't even tell you what he just no, said you can't you hear but don't, i'll say it again you hear it yeah? i'll say it again okay Oh, yeah, watch. Okay, I'm going to give you this quote. (laughs) Quote, provisional birth rate data provided to CBS News by 29 state health departments shows that roughly 7.3% decline in births in December 2020, nine months after COVID was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. California, the most populous state, reported a 10.2% decline, falling to 32,910 births in December from 36 651 the year prior. In the same time frame, births declined by 30.4% in Hawaii. Nigga, duh. Like, what the <laughs> fight? What, what, what? Like, and here's the thing. It's, it's this crazy notion because now all of a sudden these, uh, these pundits and these, these, uh, these uh, sociologists and some of these political figures are concerned. They're concerned about the long lasting impacts because people in our age range and some people who are younger are feeling less secure about the idea of having children 
because you niggas is ruining everything. You cannot defund so many public health systems. You cannot then continue to raise the rent in every major city while ensuring that the that the hourly rate for a worker does not go up for well over a decade. You cannot make school debt so inordinate and ridiculous that these people who get these degrees will never have a job that will even come close to getting rid of that school debt. You cannot create a false system based on credit that then says because you have bad credit, you can't get a house to where you can pay $600 a month, but you can get yourself an apartment where you pay $1,300 a month. You cannot sit there and do that and then be surprised when motherfuckers want to fuck and they use protection or they do the standard pullout move of 2004. Nigga, duh. Like, what the fuck is wrong with it? these types of articles right here? Is the shit that they sit there and say, yo, we beat the fuck out of you. Why are you bleeding? Now, the article's very good and it is, in fact, factual, but I can, and it's going to be in the description of this episode. And viewers, you can listen to it. You can read it, rather. And as you read it, you'll be like, these facts and figures is nice. I know all this. Me and my homies are talking about this. Me and my girl, my man, my partner are talking about the general anxiety of having kids. You know how many women I've actually talked to that have actually said to my face, yeah, I'm coming to terms with the fact that having children might not be a thing for me because they're anywhere from 35 to 40. And they're just like, yo, even if everything comes back as what it is, it may not be safe. Some of them are, are artistics. So they want to get back to doing what they were doing because it fuels their life. So they're like, yo, and I can't do that and then have a child and then expect to bring up a child in a fair, healthy, equitable, safe system because motherfuckers didn't provide for that. Dummies. So the the number he just quoted too, he said December, they were down 7.2%, right? December. I want to take you guys back to March, 2020. Yeah. March 2020, man, there was a lot of crazy shit happening. I yeah. we, we were afraid of a run on the banks. We were yeah. afraid of just food insecurity. We couldn't find fucking toilet paper. Yeah. We couldn't find toilet paper. Yeah. I went to a store. Let me tell you how how far fucking for procreation was on our minds in March 2020. I went to a store and got this. I he, went he's to- holding up a shotgun. This, I went. Alex Pearl, Alex Perlman is literally holding up a shotgun on his screen. It's a this whole is, ass shotgun. If it. you've ever seen term, yeah, if you've ever seen Terminator Two, like yeah, the T the T eight hundred, the T one hundred one, it's that model. That motherfucker. That is. And a when shotgun. I went to the store, when I went to the store, it was the last one. Yeah. Okay. It was. This was pre. I, I can't remember the exact date, but it was. It was after March fourteenth when lockdown began. And I had to look because initially they had closed the gun stores and they started like the the gun shop owners for the first time in history were like, Hey man, constitutionally, you can't close the gun store. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you can't can't just close the gun store, man. And I ran out there and I I got, I showed up and they're like, it's the last one. I don't even like it. But I was like, I don't know what this shit is. You got 75 million people since March, 2020. 75 million people have, have lost their jobs, been had less hours, or been furloughed. 75 million people. That's that's 75 million households. Let me tell you something too. For those of you, for those of you listeners uh, who don't have dicks. Also, keep in mind, Perlman's had a couple shots. Let's. I've, I've had a lot. Okay, I got a Dolly Parton shot glass. I'm just happy she got a COVID <laughs> shot. Yeah I, yeah, I went and bought a new bucket of Fireball today. It's a whole thing. All right, listen. Yeah, if for those of you who who don't have dicks, yeah, um, it's difficult sometimes to even to be with another person when you yeah. got other shit on your mind. I'm not saying you can't get hard and jerk off when you're scared. Actually, honestly, probably the best time to do it. It might clear yeah, your head yeah, a little yeah. bit. All those different things. Yep. You and another person, though, honestly, I'd be afraid. If if I'd be afraid if I got somebody pregnant in that state of mind, because right. I'm like, well, but which boy got through? That's how you yeah. get it. That's how you get a fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. one, you know. Yeah. Then you add on top of that, back in March, that's, that's again, a, that's this, that this anxiety. Study, yeah, exactly. And this whole study comes from March. Back in March, we didn't know. We were all joking about how there was going to be a baby boom back in March, but we didn't know. We all we all convinced ourselves it's going to be two three weeks. 
Yeah. It's been a it's been a year. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been, been a whole year. Last year. And the reality of it Did is you very dumb. simple. Yeah. You're dumb. Yeah. And you can't again, it's like people have less means. So of course we're having less uh, less children. People are procreating less. People are having less access to other human beings. Yeah. On top dude, of that. dude, dude, think and about all- how many think about how many club babies, like random yeah. one night stand babies, yeah. haven't been happening. That's probably haven't your seven percent right fucking there. You know, yeah. there's a lot and of people little- out there. I mean, fucking, it just it, people aren't fucking. You know why? Also, yeah. you get on top of that, the entire nation was being run by a fucking madman. Yeah, just a psycho. Kind of difficult. Yeah, like when you're locked in the house and you have all that anxiety, and all you got, a, all you got is a fucking yeah. news stream, and you go yeah. on Twitter and they're just like, "Yeah, the president said to inject yourself with bleach," and you're like, "I don't want to." Yeah. No, do you want? Do you, you want me to fuck. nut in you tonight? No. Yeah, I'm not like, nutting you. Got in. That anxiety. Look, look, you got we that can fear fuck. Nut. We can fuck, yeah. but it's it's not getting. We're not finishing in the same room. No, we're not. We're nah. gonna be in different fucking parts of nah. the apartment. Thank God yeah. we have a two bedroom. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And you Jesus. guys also have your own bathrooms, which is very important. Oh my God. It's you can't amazing. even, you, it's a, it's, that's why your marriage is going to make it. But that's, that's the difference. That's the key right there, man. It's the key because Space. literally you look at this now and look at this situation now. How many of your friends are actively in a situation where they cannot take care of themselves? They're unsure about their unemployment, all this other stuff, or they might be you entirely. This article's like, yeah, you're fucking less. Yeah, nigga, duh. And then on top of that, on top of that, you got now these motherfuckers in, in Washington who are sitting there fucking pontificating about whether or not you should get $1,400 that they guaranteed you that was initially 2000 And don't you hit me with that. They already paid a 600 nonsense. I refuse. I rebuke that nonsense in the name of black Jesus. And then on top of that, they're trying to take out, they're constantly trying to undermine the $15 minimum wage. So they're sitting there telling you, Bruh, giving you money is an inconvenience for you because the rich need to get rich. And then they sit there and look at you and be like, why ain't you fucking though? Don't you like, don't you like this? Don't you like this? Y'all have created such a system of insecurity and of anxiety that number one, many relationships simply cannot survive that because people are having crises of conscience and identity because in some instances, their profession went away, whether it be an actual profession or it was an artistic profession that could be considered more of a luxury. You niggas took that away. And then you sit there and see how this country's being run. And then you have to have an honest look about the person that you're cohabitating with or your partner and be like, nigga, under these conditions, is this the right person for me to be with? And then some of y'all had to sit there and say, nah, bro, I actually got to get out. And then those of you who chose to stick around and chose to fight it out because you care about your relationship and you're like, yes, this is my person. You still got to deal with all that anxiety and uncertainty. And who the fuck is having a kid during this when you're like, oh, this is the beginning of all of those apocalyptic movies that you have to see that Gosling stars in. This is the beginning of that shit. And oh, you're going to bring a kid into that? You go, you going to be like, yeah, I'm going to bring children into this situation. Yeah, dude, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a nut. No, remember back in like 2006, everybody would come up with their zombie apocalypse plans too, right? Yeah. You know, when the zombie yeah. outbreak happens, like, look, yeah. look, right down the hall in, in the dorm, there's a fire axe. I'll grab that fire axe. And then me yep. and Nate, me and Nate, we're going to go yeah. to the student union. We're going to grab all the Doritos because Doritos <laughs> never go bad, dude. See, I've done yeah. my research. Yeah. Doritos and Twinkies, yeah. you can get enough sugar of that to survive. And then we'll make sure that we get over the, like all that type of bullshit, right? Y'all, we've all discovered in the last year that our zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. plans are so far gone, yep. are so far pie in the sky. Because first thing we discovered is there'd be motherfuckers in the bunker with us who'd be like, you can't keep me in here. I got constitutional rights. Yes. I, got const- I got rights. I'm an American. Yeah. You idiot. Then, 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 a guy brings his, then, then a guy brings his wife in, and she clearly been bit right in the middle yep. of the face. Right in the right middle, in the of, the middle face. of it. Doesn't even try to hide That's it. A- Doesn't even try nope. to put a mask over it. Bit mm-hmm. in the face. Yep. Zombie green coming all out of it. He's looking at you and starts yelling, you can't tell me. My wife can't come with the bunker. It's a constitutional liberty. Mm-hmm. And he'll be standing there, and then he'll be like, that black guy, look at me. Bam, bam. And you're like, what the yep. fuck is going on here? So after all of that, and after all those years of you having that confidence of, like, I've thought about post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, you know, everything's getting worse. The weather's mm-hmm. getting worse. Everything's mm-hmm. getting bad. Economy's not getting better. 
Society's not getting no, better. Certainly. Everything's everything, no. everything's been taking a dip since like '97. Everything's been taking yeah. a dip. Yeah, every year has been not as good as '97. I don't know why. Why is it '97? Why was that the peak? And you're sitting there, you're thinking about that stuff, and then they tell you you can't leave your house for a fucking year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then suddenly you're looking yep. around, you start looking at, you look at everything. You're like, ah, and here's the thing. When most of the time when people fuck up like this, right. And you lose a job, things like that. We lie to ourselves about a lot of different stuff. A lot of people, I've seen them go through this, especially in the comedy community. People suddenly, oh, you know, I'm going to go back to school. I'm so be, so be grinding on comedy. I mean, I lost my job at the car wash, but you know, I'm going to go back to school, do this thing. It's like, you can't go back to school right now, dude. Do you have a computer? No. Then you yeah. can't zoom class. Do you have yeah. access to $10,000? No, then you can't get class. Yeah. Um, you, you, you need that shit. Oh, you know, uh, I'm going to move. You can't move. You can't. There's, there's, no, there's nowhere to move to. And if you move, then you can be evicted. But if you were yep. in that lease before it, you can't be. There's all this yeah. crazy shit. You had to be set in 2019 for them to want to keep you set. If you weren't set in 19... You've been done this whole time, dude. And so yeah, then the audacity, the audacity of people to sit there and think that we'd be having good nuts during this. Yeah. Ugh. It's, 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 it's ridiculous because Ugh. the reality of it is people ain't thinking about having good nuts. You know what? The, the, the main thing people are thinking about, even those of us who are engaging in nut culture, what we are actually thinking about right now, the va- a lot of us rather, are thinking about getting vaccinated or making sure our loved ones are vaccinated. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're thinking, I mean, honestly, I'll keep it, I'll keep it a beam with y'all. My prime aims has been the same thing for over a year. I want to see my mom. Like that's just that, like it's it's kind of that's the that's the main thing. My mom's a healthcare worker. She's a healthcare worker with her own business where she has to be out there in the field. So for whatever reason, the city of Columbus in Ohio hasn't seen fit to vaccinate this woman yet. And while my mama may want me to do all these things and achieve my goals and start a family, I just want to see her. Those are the prime aims. I just want to see her, but I got to make sure that I'm solid enough that I'm taken care of and vaccinated, that she's taken care of and vaccinated. But we've had a year of nonsense. We've had a year where a global emergency was treated, not even, well, actually just wasn't treated. It was saying, hey, every person for themselves. So it hasn't been a unified nationalized message. So now even the rollout has been a mess. So people got to understand, and, and this article, I'm sure, can speak to it and probably does understand, and people really have to understand, yo, the prime aims for a lot of people has changed because you put them in a situation that you told them that they would never, ever be in. You put them in a situation that you would swear up and down could never happen to this country. So you've broken again, once again, you've broken another social contract, and then you're telling the citizens, hey, we're kind of concerned because y'all aren't doing the things that are outlined in the social contract. And we sit back and say to you, y'all have never taken care of your obligations within the social contract. So why should we keep this in mind when I like, honestly, when I nut now is for fuel. I don't, I don't be out here just having passionate comes. That's not what, that's not, that's not even how I don't live for passion comes. Why I don't is, sit here and come, I don't sit here and be coming talking about, oh yes, emotion. Why feeling, does every two person male podcast always end up talking about coming? I know I've been doing it with you. It just caught, it just taught, caught on to me. I'm like, all we ever do, we just talk about how can we come? That's like every two man podcast. You sit here acting like we not boys. No, I know that. No, I'm just saying <laughs> we're not I mean, them. Honestly, I've been thinking about. I don't about, look. No, I've been bro, about, bro, the article, the article was about how we're not no, having no, no, no. children. I know that. I know that. I'm aware. Coming of it. is a part of that. But I'm saying the there's a whole too, subculture. Woman, I hope there's a whole subculture, right? Of like yeah. comedy podcasts, talking about current events, stuff like that. They all seem like like a big one that's that's more famous is that one come town, right? It's literally yeah, in the and name. I, I, I never. Listened I mean, to I dig it. it. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't but a lot of them. I'm saying every single one of these type of podcasts, though, right? That I uh-huh. go and listen to, they all end up uh-huh. talking about coming. I mean, we do too. But what is with that? What? Why? Why do we do this? Why we're all? Do we, we have? Because we. I think well, it's. I, don't the, know, I think it's the height of our day. Yeah, yeah. I look for. I dude. I schedule that. I got blocks. Are you kidding? Like I got, I got blocks, bro. It's about you catch me on the weekend, bro. I don't drink coffee. I'll get one in the morning, though. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Not about to shade. Like, nigga, I'm not vaccinated, and I got short-term health insurance. I ain't about to be made to feel bad about my, my, my practices of the boom-boom in the room room. It ain't going to happen. I refuse. 
But th- th- that may be a that yeah sure. It's just you know, other I mean, boys I mean, do it. Yeah, yeah, we're no, boys. No, I don't know. No, but also I mean, like 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 I've been looking around at other podcasts, right? And they all have like guys, kings, boys in the name. Like honestly, I mean, I love. It. I don't we, we, were, we, 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 we were we were very early on with our name. We were very yeah very don't, early don't. on. With them boys. Don't lump us in. With, I'm not lumping us in with all the. It's just one of those with, ones where if I'm arguing. I don't argue, know these niggas. I don't I'm, know them. When I'm trying to argue that know. our cast is different than other casts, I'm like, I, I don't really have too much of a leg to stand on. Because I'm okay. like, yeah, our podcast, them boys. What are you talking about? You know, race, politics coming. And they're like, okay, well, how is that different? <laughs> I'm like, ah. I mean, yeah. I, well, what I would, the, we can go into the details. We we're, we definitely well, I, come at it from more. Nah, see, there we go. I would I would, I would I would simply say I would simply say I'm sure those gentlemen at what they're very good at what they do. At the same time, they are not us, so I'm not particularly concerned. Um, I'm not concerned I either. It's just one of those. In, it's just an errant thought. I've been drinking. I'm playing with a gun. It's a lot. There's a lot going actually, on here. You are playing with. There's a lot. I've been, I've, been, I've been drinking a lot. I don't lot. know. Boys think about. I haven't had sex. alcohol. I haven't had alcohol in my household in, in like months. I know you're going through it internally. I didn't mean and to. It's okay. I just needed. I I no, went to go get this a beer Pearl, and I ended up Pearlman. with nineteen beers. Pearl, Pearlman, this is not a shame space. This is no, 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 I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> this is, I'm not this trying is, to. All right. Okay, so 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 there's that. Okay, Can we talk about yeah, a shame. Okay, we, I got a shame. Huh? Let's just segue. Yeah, let's open shame. up with a shame. Yeah, okay. you want to do a shame? Do a shame. I'm gonna do a shame. All do right. A shame. So there's a there's a tweet that came out pretty recently. Uh, it yeah. got it got a lot. I got a lot. One hundred eighty six thousand likes. The title of the tweet mm. is just says it's the audacity for me. And there's a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Now, this uh, the woman, the woman who tweeted this is named Alex uh, at Alex underscore Cole Booth. Alex with two X's. Um, and she received a text from somebody uh, with the initial CK. She blocked out the name and he wrote to Alex. Hi, Alex. Hope you're doing well. Would you mind letting me know what your Venmo is? The reason I ask is since you and I won't be seeing each other anymore, it's only fair to ask for equal payment from you from the dates we went on. I believe it was three separate times we went out, bars slash restaurants, where I paid for us both each time. I'd say $35 is more than fair for your food and drinks that I got you during those dates. I view you as a fair girl. I hope you'll consider reimbursing me. Thanks. And then he sends her a link to his Venmo to share payments. Um, so I want to go ahead and start by saying a couple of things. One, yeah. I've been out of the dating game for 10 years. I met my when I met my wife, there was just uh, plenty of fish and okay cupid. Those were the only two yeah. dating Simple sites. Times. I did not meet my wife through a dating site. Uh Venmo did not exist. Uh PayPal was really only used for fundraisers and to buy things on eBay. So for me, this entire thing is a weird nightmare. Um, I would like to hear (laughs) your thoughts on it, because like honestly, I want to hunt this man down and beat him to death on his own behalf. Um, Because this dude is embarrassing. This shit, Yeah. first thing, let me just tell you right now, if you never want shit like this ever thrown up in your face, guys, don't fucking write it down. Don't put it in a text. You can call this one in. You can call it in. Yep. You can call it uh, in. If you I, fucking I, text it, it's two buttons to do a screenshot. If you call yep. it, they got to do work. You got to go open a thing, get the, the phone record app. There's shit you got to do to record phone. It's, not, it's still, it's easier than it used to be. You don't got to get a yep. reel-to-reel tape deck, all that different shit. It also may be illegal in your state. So you might have protections statewide. But if you text something this fucking stupid to another human being, do not be shocked. When your shit is blown up and 186,000 people worldwide go, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. What the absolute fuck? And that's just on the original tweet. How many other people took this, ran to other websites? How many people quote tweeted this? And then the quote tweets got like, you're talking to dude, millions of people. Millions of people know you're fucking petty. You went on yeah. three dates. It didn't work out. And you're like, all yeah. right, since it didn't work out, I've owed the money back. Nah, dude, this isn't a divorce. You went on fucking dates, you little yeah. bitch. Also, if you went on three dates and you think three dates is worth 35 fucking bucks, 
You went on shit dates, dude. You can't even take somebody to fucking laser tag for $35, my G. <laughs> you want you fucking you want to wine That's and dine true. me? You want to go fucking bowling? Fucking yeah. you bought dinner? What, yeah. what, what dinner did you buy? Onion rings at, at fucking Burger King? $35. Oh, they went to BW3s. They went to, bitch, <laughs> they went to dude, Buffalo Wild Wigs. <laughs> 35 fucking 35 fucking dollars. Where's the shotgun? You know, you know, you know, fucking, I think oh, I want to I think let's dude, put the shotgun down. CK. Alex, put the shotgun down. Stop it. I want to find CK. I want to find CK, right? I want to mm-hmm. find him. And I want to put this against his head and make him pee a little. And be like, <laughs> was that worth $35? You know what the thing about this is? I think that individuals like this fail to realize and they don't want because I you know what CK did? CK was like, well, since we're in such a progressive time where women want equality, here's what this is. It's like, but brother, you're trying to change the state of play because you're doing some of the most fuck shit possible because you didn't get what you felt you was entitled to. And that's not a relationship from this woman. Let's be honest here. You wanted that sex. Okay. Since you didn't get the fucking. And after three dates, she was like, yo, I'm not feeling the vibe. You were like, well, if everything is all equal, then I should be able to get my money back because I wasn't able to get my dick wet. That's what you're thinking is, brother. And and the thing about it is with the CK individual, he's not understanding is, bruh, you chose to do that shit. No one held a gun to your head to do that shit. I guarantee you, you I, that- I guarantee you this dude's name is Chris. This yeah, feels, no, this is yeah, a very Chris is, thing. This is Chris energy. Yeah, it's very yeah. Chris. Uh, it was very Chris energy. Uh, but like, yo, you made this choice. This is the choice you made to sit there and go and do this shit. And the girl went and told you, hey, I'm just not feeling the vibe. It ain't really working out. I think you're cool, whatever, whatever. And you sat there and read that text and you were fuming because how dare you not get that pussy? But you've learned from mistakes of the past, Chris, CK, that you can't blow up through text because I know some of the homies, they blow up through text and they don't understand that. Honestly, if a girl shuts you down, best thing to do is just take it on the chin, walk walk away. away. Because realistically, if you went out three times, you don't know that person, even if you like them. You don't know them. What did yeah, you but do? They, but in three dates, too, they learn pretty quickly. In three but, fucking yeah. dates. If you did three yeah. dates, first thing, you fuck off. All right. Here's how I always look yeah. at, at dating, right? To me, every date was an investment. I knew yes. the second we sat down on an actual date, I knew immediately whether or not, and I would say at the beginning, I'm covering all this, right? Yeah. Or I would say, why don't we split the bill? And here's the yep. thing. If I was being real, if I actually really felt it, I would let them know, why don't we split the bill? I'm actually tight this week. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I'm going to throw this at you because if we're going to have an actual fucking relationship, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you right now. And you know how yep. I know that fucking works? When I know it, I'm fucking married to her. She's married. She's yep. still here with me through the fucking some- pandemic. Yep. So, she hasn't I mean, left him. Having a fucking honesty, plenty of opportunities. Yeah. To trying to get 35. Dude, how fucking Chris. How yeah. fucking hard up are you? Thirty five dollars. No, he's not. Dude, he's not, not. That's hard not even up. a PS4 game, dude. Nah, Chris he is. He can't fine. even get a Chris fucking used game. Yeah, he's just trying to get some of it in his mind. Thirty five dollars yeah. is getting his fucking dignity back. Is what this and shit what is. he fails to and what he fails to understand is. And here's the thing, man. I sit there and tell the, I I try to tell dudes this all the time. Being a dude myself, bruh. Okay, you need to understand, especially if you're gonna engage in this douchebag behavior, bro. It's the, like she said, and like like she said in that tweet, it's the audacity for me. Nigga, you put yourself in a position to be screen capped and put online, you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. You made the choice to do that. Now you're trying to be what we used to call back in the day an Indian giver, right? You try to say, no, nah, I'm going to need that back. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to put you on blast because you're not the first person to do this. You're not the first dude to do this. You look dumb as hell when you did it because you chose to do that at the time that you chose to do that. You chose to pay for everything. You made an informed decision. This she chose to not fuck. She chose to not fuck you. She made an informed decision. She knew she wasn't going to fuck you after the first or second date, Chris. But you was nice enough. And she was thinking, hey, maybe he can sort of win me back wherever I am in a mental state. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Because you, you only spent $35. Because you only spent $35 on three dates, you piece of shit. On three dates, bro. Three <laughs> dates? One of those dates, dude, one of those dates was a walk. Bucks. One of those yeah. dates was a walk. And then he said, let's go get food. Yeah. Let's go get food. One of those she didn't even want to do it. Yeah. She was like, I don't even want to fuck this dude. I don't want to take his money. Or, 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 hey, bro, listen, I'm going to keep it a bean. I know some women who like, before all this, yeah, dog, 
They used to set up. I know I know women that would be like, yeah, Monday through Friday, I got my meal plan laid out because I got dates lined up. Yes, the game is game, Chris, and the game is ruthless. And you're sitting there saying, well, everything is we're equal and gender equality and all this. Nah, nigga, you're in the game. Ain't nothing fair about the game. Nuh-uh. You trying to sit there, act like you try to sit there. Well, if it's equality, they should want to do this. Stop it, bro. We know what, what, what we're saying with equality is they want equal pay and they literally be like, yo, bro, can I like not be harassed on the street? Can I not be sexually harassed at the workplace? Can I do all this stuff? Dating is the game. And you trying to sit there and act like everything is equal under the rules of the game. And even those, even those who try to deal with the game in the most equitable way possible, we still understand that there are dynamics in place that make that shit against the, the two parties that assign as a certain gender. We know that that shit not fair. We know that shit has inequalities to it. Also, at the same time, you chose to take her out. You chose to spend money on her. You made an informed decision. Why can't you stand on that like a, dare I say, man. Just stand on that, Chris. All you got to do is stand on it. Go take care of yourself. You'll be all right. Hit up a side John or a side per for those of you who are not in Philadelphia. Doesn't to, the John is a person, place, thing. It's a noun, basically. Hit up a side John and, and, then, and then release yourself that way. But you must let this woman, you must let her go. You must let her be free. Instead, you inconvenience Alex. And what she do? She went viral off you, bro. And she showed respect by not putting your full name out there. She put, she, she put respect on your name. She could have actually just let your shit stay out there and let your numbers stay out there. But she was like, nah, because motherfuckers is crazy out here and they will harass him. So what I will do is shame him. And a lot of y'all boys thinking about sending messages like that. Don't do it. Because honestly, game is game. That shit is screen capable. <laughs> It's screen capable. Real quick. If I can't appeal to you through your decency, I will I will sit there and say that shame is coming to those of you who do this. Be aware. Real quick, too. Also, I want to go on this Venmo shit, too, because first thing, stop fucking messaging people for fucking money on on Venmo. That Mm. shit is that shit is sad. All right. Mm -hmm. I've I've for the life of me, I I don't have a Venmo. You know why I don't have a Venmo? Because I've worked in banking for the last eight years. And shit, when shit goes wrong on Venmo, you know where it goes wrong in? Your fucking checking account. Yeah. That's where it goes wrong, and it's your fucking cash. Before, if somebody walked up and you said, let me borrow $20, you say, nah. They walk away. That was it. <laughs> they had to do violence to you to get money. They had to do fucking yeah. violence to you. Now, you might have your Venmo reset, pre-set up for auto fucking fill, right? Right. Somebody hacks your Venmo or whatever. You don't fucking look at it. Whatever happens, your Venmo goes short. It starts auto pulling from your fucking checking account. Before you know it, I've seen people pay. I've seen people pay $280 in overdraft fees a day, a day, because Venmo has a chance if it's doing an ACH pull, which is an electronic pull from your checking account. It has three chances to try to do that. And each one of those where you don't have the money to fucking cover it, Depending on your bank, it costs anywhere from $15 to $60. I've seen that shit happen time and time again. I've also seen Venmos and PayPals get fucking hacked regularly. Now, their customer service has slowly gotten better because other competitors have come out and they know that we need to keep people on Venmo to keep them from Cash App and to keep them from other things. But when people also, the other part of the thing I can't fucking stand about Venmo and when people nickel and dime, some people will sit together mm-hmm. and someone will go, all right, there's six of us. We're having, I had this shit happen, dude. Go out with a couple other couples, right? Six of us at a table. Yeah. Shit gets done. I'm sitting there at the table. We've all eaten. And then someone goes, all right, I'll cover it on my card. And then I'll, I'll, I'll text you guys what you owe us on Venmo. And I say, fuck that. All I'm right. paying for the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> I let's say, or I look at the, I look at the waiter. I do quick math. And I say, I want you to put $60 on this card. Or if I got cash, here's 60 bucks. And here's 10 Mm -hmm. towards fucking tip. Fuck all y'all. I'm not sitting here. Mm -hmm. Listen, if our relationship involves literal decimal places, this isn't a relationship. This is a fucking business. All right? Yeah. Real talk. If you fucking ever talk to me, Satoyo, Look at me, look at yeah. me in my fucking eyes. I've never, if you I've never ever, if you ever mention a fucking that. decimal place to me, we're done, dude. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I'm looking at, I'm working. I'm only doing this fucking podcast for two commas and no fucking decimal places. Yeah, that's fair. I'm about to cut that's a fucking fair. Eddie Kingston promo. But this shit, <laughs> this shit, dude, I was sitting there looking I like this shit's so fucking pathetic. Like mm-hmm. 
fuck all this, man. Like if, yeah. because I've seen people do this same exact shit just for a regular fucking meal. Like, yep. think about this. If you want to get in a relationship, right? A relationship is a work, right? It's a fucking yes. job. Imagine yep. if you went to three fucking interviews, they didn't hire you. And then you tried to bill them for gas mileage. That's right. what you just tried to fucking do, dude. You were like, ah, oh, man, you yeah. know, I had to take, uh, I had to take the fucking regional rail all the way out there. And then the one time uh -huh. I drove another time I took an Uber. So honestly, I mean, if you guys could pay me $35 for just coming to the interview, that's all dates are. Dates are just fucking interviews yep. until somebody says, yo, this is us. Yeah. That's, the, us that's the first step of that. Second step of yeah. that in interviews, you know what you're doing? You're investing your fucking time. She yeah. invested her time and her fucking safety by even showing up. And like, that's the other thing too. The other thing I don't know. And the only thing I'll give the tiniest, the tiniest, and this is not excuse CK here. The tiniest bit is because I believe we both are pulling from the same thing that she's the one who said, I'm good. Right. Yep. Oh, easily. Cause you don't it, come with that type of energy. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, however, totally was like, however, good. in some weird mm -hmm. fucked up world where the mm -hmm. dude was like, yo, did three dates. I'm not feeling it. Can you pay me $35, bro? fuck you still like fuck you still yeah. it doesn't yeah. it doesn't get better in the flip it doesn't no. get better on the flip if you're gonna pay you fucking pay you eat it you yep. take it to the fucking face if you want to go yep. dutch you say at the fucking beginning of the date you say yeah. at the beginning and if you have and again if you have the bread and again if you're tight for the bread for that one either be like yo i'm tight we can go half or two just don't go on the date like, just don't go. There's also the point of being like, yo, I, I ain't got it like that right now. Don't go. But as a grown adult, anytime I've ever been like, yo, you know what? I'm on a date. I'm paying for that. I stand on that. You know how much I stand on that? I don't keep track. This motherfucker was keeping track of everything as it was going along. Bruh. Dude, he kept, he kept track and came up with $35, dude. $35. Dude, I paid more for parking, dude. I paid more for parking, my dude. Yeah, and Philly, you for fucking parking, dude. You want to park down by yeah. the convention center for six hours, dude? That was $45. Yeah. I had to fucking, I had to tailgate the car in front of right. me because I, and let the goddamn arm scrape the top of my 98 Taurus because the fuck I was going to pay $45 fucking dollars to park by the goddamn convention center. Fuck that shit, dude. Fuck that. If you didn't want to pay 35 fucking dollars to get turned the fuck down, you know what you should have done, dude? You should have stayed home and fucking whacked it. You could have spent $35 yep. on some high-quality fucking porn. You wanted porn, to be in a room with a human being. $35 yep. would have cost to be in the room with a human being. You piece <laughs> of shit, dude. <laughs> That's facts. Dude. That's all facts. Boys, don't do this. Don't do this. Look, do we, this. Got, we got a listener question. Okay. Lady, you well, I'm excited for this. I, I know. Yeah. I'm fucking pumped, dude. Honestly, it's like our <laughs> second tell. listener question. And I'm fucking hammered. I got a gun. All right. Yeah, he does. You do have a gun. Baz, because like I said, I, I have my DMs are closed forever. Now my DMs are wide open. Anybody can DM me. I've been getting lots of bots. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baz sent me a question. Uh, he says, as someone who only keeps a passing tab on wrestling, Lashley winning the world title was awesome and long overdue, but I can't help but feel like this will just be a transitional run to Drew at Mania, it, as is rumored. Does that sort of lingering rumor diminish his win at all for either of you guys? Um, I don't want to go too deep into whether or not he's transitional or any of that stuff. I think for me, um, I saw a stat, Satoyo, uh, okay. between the first black world champion and the second yeah. black world champion, it was something like, I want to say, I don't have the exact number. I want to say it was like 7,400 days. Okay. 7,400 days between yeah. The Rock to Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kofi Kingston won in and that, and that's, It was like, that was 20, what, 18, also, 19? 2019. Yeah, 19. Yeah. 2019. And that's also being generous if you want to include The Rock as a black world heavyweight champion. Which now, I will. I will. Yeah. But some of, but he's also, he's been, he's, he hasn't, and it's his own business. He hasn't done a good job of promoting himself as such. His Samoan uh, lineage and heritage uh, speaks much more highly to him than the other side, which is fine. But you hear much more about him being Samoan and not the fact that his father was the first black world tag team champion, Rocky Johnson. So yeah. uh, so I would actually me personally, I, I do count the rock. But I think uh, for me, a more uh, staggering metric is go from Ron Simmons in 1992 to Kofi Kingston uh, in 2019 because okay. it was acknowledged. It was recognized. 
Um, and in both, it, it wasn't, they never talked about Ron being the first black heavyweight champion, the first recognized black world's heavyweight champion. They did recognize that he was a badass for having beaten Big Van Vader. Um, so that was cool. And much the same way that Kofi, they were like, well, you're the first West African born, which is mm. very true. And it's also very cool. For me, it doesn't diminish it a bit because, yes, um, well, well, it hold is. On. It I was, was going to okay, get to the yeah, second yeah, stat. Yeah, second stat, because that was sorry. the first. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. So the first, you have the rock to Kofi. We're talking about WWE champion. All right. We're yes. not talking about world heavyweight champions and other stuff because the different belts have different lineage. When, when people talk about WWE fans and WWE championships, they're talking about the winged Eagle mm-hmm. and the WWE belt, all that shit. Um, the rock to Kofi, I want to say 7,300 days from Kofi to Lashley was 653 days approximately from them yep. winning that title the first time till the next time there was a black champion winning it for the first time. Now, what right. I would say is, is it Lashley's win to me doesn't diminish it at all because um, I want that number to be shorter, but also more importantly, and I think to make it a true world title and to actually make it feel more representational, I'm going to wait for the reverse when somebody realizes it's been 7,300 days between white champions. Right. Um, that would be honestly, that that's good. That would be a moment because one, that'll mean there's more, there's more professional wrestlers, more diverse professional wrestlers in the business. Cause right now that'll never happen because you're always, right. always, always going to have like four to one on white wrestlers. And then every other group is other. So you'll have black wrestlers, Asian wrestlers, Mexican wrestlers. They will always be pigeonholed in this one little group over here. And then everyone else is white. That has always been the way wrestling's looked at it. And you can't even argue that because when you go back to somebody as over as Junkyard Dog, when Junkyard yeah. Dog left a territory, JR said this repeatedly, um, when Junkyard Dog left the territory, and they just kept trying to replace, they wanted a black They want another baby black face. guy. Yep. They, it wasn't a matter of the fact that they needed another baby face. They're like, no, we they need, need a, a black, black guy specifically yeah. to fill the hole left by this black guy. So they, they tried a black guy in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. And they try and people, and they do that in comedy lineups all the time too. They do this yes, on they a do. lot of different shows. Yes. Yes, they do. And, yes, and I know this do. because I've booked comedy shows and I've fucking done this. Yeah. I've had this where I booked a show and somebody's pulled out at the last minute. And I said, well, I had a black guy in this spot. I need to replace him with a black guy. When you're booking a comedy show, if you, you look at what the majority is and then you try to break it up. So yeah. if I look at a show and I got seven people on the show, four of which are white guys, two black guys and a woman, I'm going to tell you what that show is going to go right now. It's going to go white guy, black guy, white guy, woman, white guy, black guy, white guy. Right. Done. I'm going to that way. You It gives you the illusion of it being more chopped of diversity. Because yeah. as a booker as well, too, I don't want to give you like, oh, no, we got hit by the black block, which I have seen happen. And yes. then. And the reason why you don't want to do that isn't because the crowd will notice the fucking comedians will notice and they yep. will fucking stomp you into the ground. They will bring yep. that shit up constantly. Like, oh, I noticed we hit the black block. I noticed it's in the middle. Oh, we can't headline or even worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this is the black block. And we're yep. all the headliners. We're the feature going yep. into the headliner because you had to tag these, these shitty white boys on to make the crowd comfortable enough to get greatness. I've had that I've shit done yelled this. at I've me. I've done this. I've yelled this at people. Yes, I've yelled, it was me. I've yelled he yelled this. it at yeah. me. But yeah. I mean, I've yelled yes at him and others, but it was yeah. right every time. But you, but you do this. But with Lashley, Lashley should have been champion back in 2010 last year should have been ww champion time and time again the dude's a beast we've all wanted to see lesnar versus lashley um he's an amazing for for those guys who aren't wrestling fans you've turned the shit off 10 minutes ago Yeah, it's not for you it's fine it's fine but um that's my thought as a white wrestling fan who does want to see more diversity in it now I'll let uh, Satoyo speak and then I'll cut him off two minutes into it. What he's saying. <laughs> so give context for this, right? When I was a kid, I saw Ron Simmons defeat big Bam Vader, become the world heavyweight champion. I was an eight year old child. Didn't fully understand what I was seeing, but I knew it was the first time and I knew it was cool. Also, I was seeing it taped because they did because WCW was dumb. They did it in a house show and they didn't put it on their primetime TV like idiots. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, 2019, Kofi Kingston wins the WWF championship or WWE championship, rather. 
And I cried like a baby because I understood the significance of it. Not so much for me, but I'm like, oh, it's very, very important that kids that look like me have this be normalized. It needs to be a thing. And realistically, Kofi should have been champion in 2010 at some point after his view of Randy Orton. But, you know, Randy was who he was. And we didn't get that because of Randy's issues. So better late than never. With Lashley, I view it as a much different situation. I view the overall production of Lashley and his stable, the Hurt Business, which is the best faction in the WWE. Uh, and I believe before it's all done, by default, will be one of the best factions they've ever produced. It's a different thing. The Hurt Business is just four badass guys who happen to be black. Also, it's important to note that aside from Drew McIntyre, for the past year, no one has been as dominant as Bobby Lashley, without question. The almighty gimmick is his best gimmick. He has a perfect heater for him, an MVP that can do most of the talking for him. Because for a wrestler to be a main eventer, they don't need to be a great talker. Don't let anyone lie to you and say that they need to be, especially when you're someone like Bobby Lashley. This is a man who's a collegiate All-American, uh, national champion in wrestling, has a 10-3 and record in MMA with Strikeforce and Bellator. He actually has a better record than Brock Lesnar. He is a legit fighter. He is a legit badass. So for a year, they build the man up as such because when you look at him and you look at his pedigree, you know, can't nobody on the roster whoop him. He then elevates the United States title and gets everyone thinking, who the hell is going to take the United States title off of this man? And guess what? When he, which elevates the United States title. And guess what? When they take the United States title off of him, he doesn't lose it. He doesn't lose it all. Riddle gets it, but we had seen him tap out Riddle and make Riddle pass out for a month straight on end. Then what does he do when he finally gets a shot at the WWE title against The Miz, a chicken shit heel who had stolen his way into a title opportunity? He taps the man out in under five minutes. And watching Lashley win, I had a different response than I did with Kofi. Kofi, it was a very, very emotional, um, the day has finally arrived type of thing. Also, I'm West African. So I pulled a lot from that because I know what it's in seeing Kofi at that point. He was a 39 year old man who should have been champion at 30 or 29. And seeing how it was extended, I could draw a lot of parallels um, from that as a, as a black comedian. Lastly, it's far different. The best person won. The best, the most dominant, the most badass person on that roster won. And he was a black guy. So to me, I'm like, of course, that's very normal. So whereas Kofi, he won. I got very emotional. Lashley won. I fucking flexed and said, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go right now. And then he put him in the hurt lock again to make him feel pain. I said, yes, hurt the white boy from Cleveland. That is appropriate because that boy has been given too much. He's living a catered life. And yeah, he works hard. He stinks. Whatever. You people love him. You don't know what good is. He stinks. So this I say, does it diminish his run if he loses to Drew at Mania? No, because one, so far, what we've seen since Lashley's return is he elevates every title he holds. Two-time Intercontinental Champion elevated the title because Balor actually had someone that he had to fight and be a foil against. U.S. Champion, he was the most important U.S. Champion since John Cena had the title. Now, let's say his run is 40 or 50 days. Well, no, because he's going to be going up against Drew McIntyre, the other guy who could be considered the man. And quite frankly, you don't know if Drew was going to pull it off. Um, it's a mere fact of, hey, the guy who should have had the title got the title. Also, let's say hypothetically he does lose to Drew McIntyre at Mania. Let's say that's the direction they choose to go in. It doesn't mean he won't be back. Look at how they booked him. It's in their best interest to keep him going on that way. The Hurt Business is one of the best things they've ever done. Also, I'm not fully sold on if he loses the title to Drew because look at the great work he's done. But if he does lose, it doesn't diminish it because unlike Kofi, when Kofi lost the title in eight seconds to Brock Lesnar, we knew he wasn't going to be back there. Bobby Lashley, hypothetically, if he loses, psh, it doesn't mean he's gone. The almighty doesn't go away. So that's my feelings on that. I'm drunk. Yeah, you are. You're very, very drunk. You're very, um, but you got through this. No, I did. I did. I did. The one thing I will say, I will completely agree with you with Kofi's win. I was fucking emotional at Kofi's win because yeah. from knowing you, Lemare, uh, Keen, uh, yeah. a bunch of other black wrestling fans, it wasn't until I really got to know you guys where I realized, I was like, well, there's been black champions before. And you're like, those were heavyweight, like Mark Henry. It's like, then the rock. Yeah. And then look at like, just look how long it's been. Yeah. And then yeah. like also knowing how, what a great person Kofi is and yes. what it was deserved for him. I mm -hmm. think the only thing that's diminished for me with Lashley is him. Like the, 
winning the title on raw um part of that though being pandemic so everything feels yeah. smaller yeah. winning it from the miz after the miz cashed in on a you know an injured drew and all this different stuff so it's like he got it i mean he won in a very dominant way but against a really fucking you know a weak person to win it against versus but he won it the right way he, he won, won it the, the right, right way, way like, oh that's fine person. but i'm saying versus kofi winning it or even the rock um yeah. Not his, not the Rock's first win because I think the first that win was a screwy was, finish. It was a actually screwy. every most every finish he had, like his first three four reigns were all screwy. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. when he won the title again after Austin was gone. That's like, oh look at the Rock did it, but no, look yeah, at yeah. that whole series yeah. between the Rock and Mankind. It was some screwy nonsense the entire yeah, it was time. Some screwy nonsense the entire time, but but also though, if you look at uh, with Kofi, like Kofi fought Daniel Bryan, and like yeah, they're they're perfectly matched. You know yes, what I mean? Like perfectly match. matched. It was a great yeah. match. They're balanced. It made sense. Anyone could have won that match whatsoever. Yep. Lashley versus The Miz. The only thing you're thinking about is how is The Miz going to get out of this one? And he did. He straight up. He did the in the first time he comes to the ring and then yeah. runs away and does the 10 count. I've been yeah. waiting for a fucking wrestler to do that because it, it's never fucking made sense to me. It's never made yeah. sense that if you run away and then they count to 10. Now, it makes sense that once you know about house shows and old territory days, all that shit makes total sense. That you can win, but not win the title. Yeah. But when it came to that, it was just very. I actually didn't know Lashley won for like forty minutes, um, because everyone was still talking about the first match. It was kind of confused yeah. and muddled on social media. They built yeah. the whole show around him pretty well. All those different things. A show, mind you, I did not even watch. I just mm-hmm. went back. I can tell just from looking at what clips get shared and how many clips get shared how good a show is. Uh, yeah. When it comes to wrestling, because it's like if every segment is something, you did a good show. If people show. are talking about how this thing, you know, this thing in hour one led into this thing in hour two, which ended up in the finale, that's a good show. Um, yeah. A lot of times people are just like, this guy went through a table and he jumped off a ladder. Like that's most right, wrestling right. showed, right. like most most clips being shared on Twitter. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I, I think it's cool. Like I said earlier, though, I want to see. I want to see a more diverse top of the card um, and make these other guys work their way through it and work their way up to it. Uh, there's been way too many, way too many white champions that have uh, gotten there just based on look. Um, and the had Miz. And the Miz, well, the Miz has the voice. Uh, the Miz got a fucking promo. I mean, that means, I guess I, all right, we can disagree on that one all day. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's not good at it. I'm just saying people are like, oh, he's such a great promo. I'm like, I have yet to see that. But OK, if you feel the need to feel that way. You don't remember the fucking Daniel yeah. Bryan promo? I uh, Yeah, sure. That's cool. Dude, I mean, again, I, I know. You, I know, work, I, oh, no, no, compared to everybody else. Yeah, he does know how to elicit emotion. He knows yeah, how to he, he, knows emotion. That, he knows how to work and, a crowd. He knows how to do those. And different and things. I'm not saying he's Rick, I'm not saying he's Rick fucking Flair. I'm saying no, that but he's compared he's, to look in a diminished world that the WWE is created by having such a cookie cutter fucking roster that has to follow scripts the entire fucking time that has to turn dog yes. shit consistently into chicken salad, right? Mm-hmm. The Miz is one of the few people who can do that time and time and time and time again. So with that being yep. said, I believe the Miz deserves to be a world champion. Does he deserve and to he be a more there. than he did? He did. Does he deserve to be there more than Bobby Lashley? Fuck no. If the two of them right. are in the ring, then it makes sense that Bobby should fucking kill him. Yes, and, and he did. And this is what I will say. And again, I, I think I, I'm a big believer in making this clear. The Miz is a, for, for their product. He's a, he's a great chicken shit heel. Um, he, but there have been better like Ric Flair. There have been other chicken shit heels, but he does the job very well in that system. And he and again, he played his role perfectly. He was a guy who lost the money in the bank briefcase, got it back on a technicality and then screwed Drew and then got it from Drew when Drew had been beaten, like beaten and massacred by an elimination chamber and Lashley. And then when he had to, but because he couldn't beat he couldn't beat Drew straight up, even after the elimination chamber. He knew he couldn't take Drew. So he needed more help that way. So he got the title, but we all knew, hey, when he gets the title and he faces someone real, he'll get killed, which is what happened, which is some buddy, which is some you know, nature boy, Buddy Rogers, Ric Flair type of business. It's good chicken shit heel work. And I'm I'm there for it. And it went in the exact direction that it should have gone to. But that has been our time. Uh, guys, we have been them boys. Alex, where can they find you on social media? 
you can find me asleep under my bed tonight, maybe in my bathroom, yeah. laying on a cold bathroom floor. Nice. Uh, my wife finds me. I say it wasn't me. And she said, what are yep. you talking about? And I said, yeah. make me taquitos. And she said, we don't got taquitos. But she go over the freezer and be like, wait, where do we get taquitos from? Well, okay, that's great. Oh, guys, you can find me on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Satoyo1, S-E-T-O-I-Y-O-1. Please, uh, thank you so much for sending in uh, question, Baz. We really appreciate that. To y'all, viewers, please send in questions that you do have. Send questions to Alex. It makes him feel really, really good. Alex, your eyes are not all the way open right now. I don't know why you're trying to say anything. Your eyes are not open. Your eyes are not open. But, that, guys, that has been our time. We are them boys. Ginger. <laughs> okay.